heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them, from the larger-than-life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen to the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. The doctor saving lives at your local hospital. The war veteran down the street who risked his lives for our freedom. The police officers and firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur. The creator. The producer. The ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. And I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks of the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello, and welcome back to The Hero Show. My name is uh, Richard Matthews, and I am on the line with Angela Marshall. Angela, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Glad to have you here, Angela. Um, for my regular guests who know I'm, uh, I, I travel regularly, I am back in the car again in front of the beach because we have no internet signal up at our, up at our house. But anyways, um, what I want to do real quick is uh, just introduce you, Angela, so people know who you are and then we'll get started talking about your story. So Angela is a motivational speaker, a professional writer, a columnist, a best-selling author, a creative consultant, and an ex-NFL wife and a business owner of In Other Words by Stone. Um, she says that writing, reading, inspiring others, participating in at-risk outreach programs and rewarding are rewarding life skills that have empowered her po to positively impact others and constantly encourages her to elevate her purpose through words, wisdom, and work. So Angela, what I want you to do for me at, right here at the beginning is tell me a little bit about what you're known for now. Why is it that people reach out to you or what do they hire you for? What, is, uh, what does Angela bring to the world? All right, so Angela Marshall is also known as Wise Words Woman. Now that's a pretty impressive, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty impress impressive hashtag. But I actually, it, it kind of, um, I don't know, just kind of fell in my lap as far as the ability to be able to positively impact and inspire others, when coincidentally, I actually was just putting out posts, motivational um, quotes and sayings to help myself. And so in turn, it just, yeah, it just turned around and it, and it helped others and they would just reach out more and more and saying, oh my gosh, you know, I was, I was uh, watching a video that you did, or I was listening to your, your podcast and, and you just, you know, you inspired me so much. You helped me throughout the day. And it just kind of shifted from the wise words woman to then me being able to, you know, positively inspire and, and motivate others to live vicariously through themselves. <laughs> nice. So uh, what most people hire you for now would be for like for speaking or for helping them yes. with uh, consulting services? So actually it's twofold. My business is, in other words, by Stone, I'm a creative writing consultant because I love words. And um, through under that umbrella, I help with bios, resumes. I do grant proposals, uh, bids, anything dealing with essays, um, and anything dealing with documentation and words, I'm your girl. So that's one part of it. And then the second part, like I, like I mentioned earlier, that just kind of happened with, uh, you know, me being able to uplift others, which is the Wise Words Woman. I wrote a book in 2017, my autobiography. And from that book, which is the story and life of an ex-NFL wife, people were asking me, different organizations were asking me to come and share my life and just talk a little bit about my journey 
and different things that I overcame, um, stumbling blocks into stepping stones. And that's how I am afforded the opportunity for people to re reach out, request me to be a motivational, inspirational presenter. Awesome. So this is, uh, um, I'm not a sports person, but I'm sure I've got people in the audience who are. Who yes. was your husband in, so in, in I, the NFL? I was married to Arthur Marshall. He was a, he was a former Denver Bronco and New York Giants um, player, wide receiver. So I have probably seen him play, but I guarantee you I didn't recognize him. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and I jokingly tell people, um, you know, he was never the superstar I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah i just so I'm, I'm sure. i just uh um i'm lucky if i can remember how they score points in football when we watch the super bowl once a year so understood <laughs> not a problem and i will tell this secret on the air also my um sport of choice is basketball i love basketball i don't even like football nice <laughs> <laughs> nfl wife who doesn't like football doesn't that's like funny football. <laughs> yes sir <laughs> so Let's talk a little bit about your origin story, right? Every hero has an origin story. It's where you started to realize that you were different, that maybe you had superpowers and maybe you could use them to help other people. It's where you started to develop or discover the value you could bring to this world. How did you get on that journey of entrepreneurship? So just, I guess it started in 2009 when I actually joined Facebook and I just started posting these motivational and inspirational quotes and sayings or just different feelings, but it was always like positive affirmations and confirmations to get through to overcome the obstacles and you know to just kind of look look at things optimistically as a as opposed to you know seeing the problem seeing the resolution i guess if you would and people would just reach out to me and you know would just say that my post really helped them and so i think it started there but um i'm beginning to see more and more that even as a child with my storytelling and with writing the ability was always there and then the ability to speak was always there because i would be in these productions these plays or that church school drama club and i was really really well as you can tell i'm very animated and very energized <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely right so i think it's just it's just one of those things where it's always in you but we suppress it because we go down this road that we think we're supposed to go down or because the whole you know the world is going down a different corporate world and we think that that's what we're supposed to do but it found me and it tackled me it pursued me and here i am today you know an entrepreneur just trying to make a difference in the world, make an impact, and also utilizing every, you know, every thing that I've gone through in my life to help other people as well as continuing to help myself. Absolutely, yeah. So I, it's like the, uh, the entrepreneurial bug was there and, and just with the advent of some technology and the ability to get in front of more people, it, uh, it blossomed. That's right, that's right. And, and it started just from a, a Facebook business page and now I have almost 7,000 followers on that page, global. And, you know, it's just growing and it's growing. Um, I guess not necessarily snowballing, but it's just, it's getting, it's increasing as it should because the content is, you know, it's just very uplifting. I, one of my models and my slogans is I don't speak or share to impress. I speak to improve, inspire, and also just to impact, to positively impact people. So, yeah. Absolutely. So. Let's talk about your superpowers, right? What's, what do you do or build or offer this world that helps solve problems for other people? The things that you use to slay this world's villain, so to speak. If you could narrow down your skill set as an entrepreneur to one of your superpowers, what would you say it is? I would say it is the ability to 
liberate people, making them free, you know, free of, of just their own negativity that they have, the doubt that they have in their mind, different, I guess, uh, problems, issues that they may be facing. Definitely with all of the societal uh, pressures, one of my, my largest ones is where I teach people to get off the bench and get in the game of life. Get off the bench and get in the game because, you know, you can't win the game by being a, by being a spectator. Yeah. So, so basically getting people past the things that are, are holding them, holding themselves so that sideline. That is correct. Because like for me, one of the things that was holding me on the sideline for so long and not just, you know, using that play on words, just because my ex-husband was in the NFL, I just utilized that uh, sports analogy because it's, it's the actual truth of how I felt and how I feel. But one of the things that was sidelining me was just depression, anxiety, feeling like I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't, you know, I didn't add value to certain things. And I just had to retrain my brain and I had to, you know, tell myself that I was not going to be a bench warmer anymore in life, just kind of going through the motions. And I was gonna do some things differently. And, um, you know, being able to just share my story and share my journey has been, even though I am a bubbly person, and, and once I'm, you know, light comes on, show is on, hey, it's, it's time, we're good. But I'm actually a, a really, really behind the scenes person. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a, yeah. a dual sword, I guess, of sorts. But, I, you know, I just, I thoroughly enjoy what I do and I enjoy why I'm doing it. And I just want people to stop being a spectator in their own lives and go to being a motivator for them to just really live vicariously through themselves instead of the eyes of the celebrities or the magazines or societal pressures and trends and styles. I want them to just live their life full. That is actually the primary reason why I've never enjoyed watching sports because I always feel like if you're watching the sport, I could just go out and play the sport. Like if, if that's what I like, I could actually go and do, do the thing instead of watch someone else do the thing. Hey, when um, you tell your mind who you are and what you want, you can have it. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So do you have any, anything that you notice, like a common thread that you, no, you notice in your clients of things that are holding people, keeping them on the sidelines? Basically, it's just their own mind. It's just like with all the, the rest of us. It's not necessarily what is said on the outside from, you know, that, that's condescending. And it's also something that is a drawback. Of course, if somebody tells you you're not pretty or you're not qualified or they send you a rejection letter or say no, of course, it does. It hurts. But it, I found that it hurts more when we process it and then we actually start to believe it. So that is the common thread. The common yeah. thread is just the mind, the mental game and the mental, I guess, um, uh, you know, all the garbage and the junk that we tell ourselves. Because ultimately, that's who I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe the person in the mirror, the reflection in the mirror, more so than I do anybody else. So Usually for the people that come to me or that I impact when I do these different empowerment forms or I um, you know, have the opportunity to grace stages, the common thread is that mentally we are just downing ourselves, we're, we're you know, draining ourselves, we're so hard on ourselves, and we need to just be reminded to put on the positives as opposed to the negatives. Yeah, so it's that negative self-talk. So what is one of your number one tips for changing the self-talk, the dialogue in your head from being a negative self-talk to being a positive self-talk? It's kind of like what I just mentioned to you a few seconds ago. When you tell your mind something, it believes you. 
So that means that, you know, as opposed to whatever you told your mind previously, that is not working for you and you're not getting the desired result, you have to reverse it, period. And it has to be a positive. It has to be something that is going to be uplifting, that is going to be encouraging. Four words, motivate, celebrate, illuminate, and liberate, Y-O-U. <laughs> That's what it has to be. You got to motivate yourself. You got to celebrate yourself. You have to illuminate you know, yourself, make you larger than life. And I know the world, everyone says the same thing. Well, you got to kind of you know, don't be egotistical or don't be vain. That's not being vain or, or being egotistical when you are celebrating yourself or you're motivating yourself because you need it. I started this about two months ago. I started this, um, I guess, this wave, if you would, where I exhorted my clients and I exhorted my followers, hey, uh, you know, dote on yourself every now and then. Buy yourself a card. That's just like if I were to, to send Richard a card and tell you how wonderful you are, how great you are. Why can't I do that for Angela? Because that same uplift and that encouragement, um, you know, that inspiration, I need for myself sometimes. So it's just about reversing yeah. it. Yeah, it's just about reversing it and, and not having a really, really good balance of, of um, making sure that you are taking care of yourself. The same way that we pour into others, we need to pour into ourselves like that. Yeah, and I know one of one of the things that's been a, a big tip for myself when I started picking up how to change your your self talk um, a number of years ago was this idea that uh, um, you don't have to believe it to say it to yourself. Right. Right. Because part of the exercise of saying it to yourself is going to help you believe it. That's right. Um, and and, and then you believe it, your, believe it, and see it. Yeah. Yeah, and then believing it will start to change your actions, and you'll start to become mm -hmm. the person that you are telling yourself that you are. That's right. Because a lot of things for us, it's not like it's gradual. And even for myself, I, you know, I can tell myself I'm this, I'm this, or I have this, or I have this, and then I can go and I can actually look into my bank account and know that I don't have it <laughs> at that particular time. However, you know, if I'm constantly speaking it, I'm constantly affirming it, and then I'm putting the action behind it, you know, for it to come mm -hmm. into fruition, eventually, yeah, it's going to be there. I'm, I'm going to punch those numbers in on that ATM and those, those commas and dots and zeros are going <laughs> to are gonna be there absolutely they're gonna, they're gonna come out was that, that that reminds me of uh um i can't remember which movie it was but like they make a bunch of money and then they print it all out and lay it on the bed and roll around in it like that's that. right <laughs> that's right I, you know i mean that's one of the things that that i trained on as well is believe it you got to tell your mind constantly tell your mind and then once you tell your mind and you start working towards it you can actually see it and then you achieve it you receive it absolutely so I want to flip the, uh, flip the card a little bit. We've been talking about superpowers and talk about the other side of superpowers, which is your fatal flaw, right? Superman had his kryptonite. Batman wasn't actually a superhero. He was just really dedicated, um, had a lot of money. So when it comes to growing your business specifically over the last several years, what would you say one of your fatal flaws in growing your business has been? And more importantly, what have you been doing to overcome that for other people who struggle with the same thing? You know, I am the teacher and the student. <laughs> So for me, that just means the same uh, information that I give to others and suggestions and exhortations, I constantly have to turn it on myself. I am an overthinker. So what that means is for me, I am critical and then I'm also very constructive. I can be creative. I can be crushing with the same thoughts that run through my mind about certain things, especially when it comes to not receiving, I guess, 
um, you know, with the rejection letters from time to time or the no's or the closed doors or someone, you know, may say, well, no, I don't think her content it, it actually fits our show. It, it is, you know, it, it kind of permeates your, I guess, your, um, your ability at that particular time. But I have to run through the same exercises that I teach my clients and I teach my followers and the audiences or anybody that I speak to. I have to do the exact same thing. That's why I tell them all the time, don't look at me as a person who has it all together, like I've arrived and I'm coming to you and I'm just talking to you because this is what you need. It's actually what I need also. So that is my kryptonite, quote unquote, is words because my brain never stops. <laughs> it's like, it's constantly filled with all of these different things, you know, whether it's you know, oh, should I have worn that? Should I have said that? Should I have done this? Should I have done that? But I am getting a whole lot better at reeling it in. So, you know, I have my audience, I have my followers, and I have my clients to thank for that because as I am pouring into them, also pouring into myself. And that's one of the things that I really love about what I do is just the opportunity to be able to share with them because with, with the release to them, Oh my God, it's making me so free. I mean, like if I had known that I could have done this when I was in high school, when I was that struggling, <laughs> struggling teenager, believing everything <laughs> that people said and you know, whatnot, I would have done this a long time ago. So yeah, it's not a walk, a, you know, better roses for me. It's not a walk down a yellow brick road thing that, you know, just because I'm this motivational and inspira you know, inspirational person, eh, I don't have any problems or I don't have any issues. Not at all. My words, they turn on me. <laughs> They turn on me constantly, but you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot better at, at overcoming those stumbling blocks and turning them into stepping stones. So I'm just curious, cause I, I can be the same way with the self-talk. Yes. Um, is, does it come mostly for you at night when you're laying in bed on the pillow before yes! you fall asleep? Yes, Richard, it does. And it's so crazy because I would, I have had the most amazing day I've had people, just like today, I read an email from a young lady. I don't know her from Adam tooting my horn. And I'm not saying like I need that assurance and that affirmation, but it is really nice to know that your, you know, your words and your actions yeah, are impacting, impacting other people. Yeah, you're impacting strangers. And I have no idea who she is. So I, I get those all the time. I get, of course, the love from my family, from my friends that, you know, you're great, Angela, you're this, you're that. And they surround me, they impact me. You know, I think I termed it one time that, um, a lot of times, because like, you know, I just mentioned earlier in the show, I said, I teach people to get off the sideline and, and get in the game. Well, sometimes I sideline myself. <laughs> sometimes I put myself yeah. on that bench, but my motivators, my circle, my links, my connectors, they won't allow me to stay there. They won't, they won't ever allow me to stay on the sideline. But yeah, this brain of mine, that is probably my kryptonite. It is a blessing and a burden because, <laughs> because the words just... You know, they, they just don't stop. They haunt me and then they help me. They humble me, you know, and then they honor me. So it's like, oh, it's a, it's a constant battle between good and evil <laughs> for Angela. But good always wins. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about your common enemy, right? So this is specifically in relation to your clients. So when you bring someone on um, as a new client, if you could remove one thing from their life that you know you could just 10x the results for them super quick, if you could wave your magic wand and change that, what would that be? Oh, gosh. Um, I, well, I think that would probably be 
again, just their mindset, being able to just really pump into them all of the great things um, about them. I think like with this one particular client that I have, she's very, uh, she's struggling with letting go. I just struggle with letting go also. But with the whole letting go thing, I mean, it was just, no matter what I said that would propel her to the present, she wanted to, to the present and the future, she wanted to stay stuck behind her. And so I was trying to get her to change her paradigm. I was trying to get her to change, you know, her, her vision for what she needed to do. And it just, you know, just that whole letting go. But I think if we could just take like the men in black, if I had a pen and I could just press it <laughs> in front of my clients and myself, oh yeah, and myself. You would shock their mind into, oh, a, into thinking properly. And it's like, bam, you're positive, you know. But I understand also how, I think we need those things too. I think we need the downs and the valleys and we need the lows in order to continue to strengthen us. I think that's very important. And that's one of the things why I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not hard on people because I struggle with a lot of those same things also. So I understand, I understand the journey. I, I really do. But if I could just no. have a pen or have some little gadget and just say, okay, let me put it right in, right up to your brain so that you can, you can know how fabulous and how awesome you are, despite the issues, despite the, you know, everything that you're going through in life. That's probably what I what I would what I would ask for a gadget so that I could do that. <laughs> so you could magically get the positive thinking. That's so I right. have I have a theory I want I want to explore with you a little bit. My uh, my theory is this um, has to do with the you you mentioned we have to have some of the negative um, experiences and negative thoughts so we can appreciate the you know and strengthen the other side. One of the 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 theories that I have. Um, is that it comes from i'm a photographer on the side like as a hobby and when you're looking for really interesting shots generally you're looking for contrast light and dark right Mm -hmm. and you're looking for contrast in textures smooth and rough and like you you're looking for different contrast pieces all the way around okay and one of the things i've i've um that because that makes interest and the more interest you have the more you like the picture and as a person the same, the same kind of thing happens, right? If you have, it, like, if, if your life was just all straight uphill, all going towards wonderful, happy things, and you never had right. struggles and everything, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be interesting, right? You wouldn't have that's, an interesting life. That's correct. Uh, and that's what and, makes you unique. Yeah. Is that we have, we have the contrast between the good and the bad and the light and the dark and the rough and the smooth. And it's what makes you interesting and what's, what, what, what makes your story worth, worth hearing and worth listening to and worth being a friend with um and lets you help other people um and i think there uh there's there's a lot to that so we do need to learn how to overcome mm-hmm. the rough areas and the dark areas right so we can continue up the thing but we wouldn't be who we are without them right so i mean you know we can let's just take it from your show as far as superheroes and and hero show without the joker and the riddler and the penguin what would batman truly be <laughs> you're just a just a rich guy with cool toys right well we don't know because i mean did he get them based on you know because he's this yeah. super, right so you know I, I i do even though in the moment that i'm facing that villain which is usually this right here um you know yeah i uh i i i think that even though i don't enjoy the process 
the prog the progress at the end of the process is well worth it. It really is because one thing that I've noticed is that every level, every dimension in my life, you know, the problems intensify, the issues intensify, the negativity in my brain it intensifies. But when I look back over everything, or I'm reading my journals, or I'm just you know kind of replaying, reflecting certain things in my life over time. I, um, I've grown, I've grown so much. And that's an amazing thing because that's one of the, the things that I plan on and that I set out to do often is just to make sure that, you know, I, that I'm growing and that I'm evolving. I don't ever want to stay stuck and I don't ever want to feel like I'm this complacent, you know, I'm this complacent person. I call myself the superwoman, but I also have super friends. <laughs> and so I encourage, yeah, I encourage all of my friends all the time. I'm like, hey, you know, we're not in this life to just, be alone to not connect to not link to not be in service or you know help each other so you know we always have to remember that superwoman or superman has super friends and we have to utilize them yeah absolutely so if your common enemy is the thing that you're fighting against right the negative self-talk that you fight against in your clients lives your driving force the other side of that is what you fight for just like spider-man fights to save new york or batman fights to save gotham or google fights and categorize all the world's information what is it that you fight for? So I am fighting for people to understand as well as myself, how to convert downs in life to wins. That's it. It's like, I want them to understand that I can't do anything about what life may throw at me or what other people may throw, throw at me or take it one step further, what I may even throw at myself. Cause a lot of stuff I get into on my own, <laughs> Richard, I'm just going to be honest or I walk into, you know, on my own. But, you know, yeah. from the, but from the standpoint of being able to understand that there is definitely a solution, you know, I don't want to be a part of the problem and I don't want them to stay stuck on what the problem is. What is the solution? What is the resolution? How do we convert those downs in life to win? How do we get you your fourth and one, your fourth and long, your fourth and go? How do I get you in that end zone for the win? <laughs> How do we do that? And that's what I'm and that's what I'm interested in. And that's why I wrote my book. That's why I tell my story. And I tell it from that standpoint because it, I mean it's just such a I'll, I'll tell you um the main reason is it gives me a unique and rarity as a female to come from sports analogies when speaking empowerment. So that's that's what makes me different. Yeah. That's what that's one of my superpowers too. <laughs> <laughs> being able to uh to handle the sports metaphors when you're teaching people that that's good because i'm terrible at that so <laughs> but you understand them though right i do understand them i do understand them i know i know what a fourth and fourth and one is and a fourth and down like like i actually know what that means hey, so. Good deal. <laughs> <laughs> so i talk a little bit about some of the tools that you use to make this happen right your hero's tool belt right maybe you have a big magical hammer like thor or a bulletproof vest like your neighborhood police officer <laughs> Or maybe you just really love how Evernote helps you organize your thoughts. What are some of the tools that you use? Maybe they're, they're mental exercises or they're things you do on a regular basis or actual physical tools you use. What are some of the things you use to help grow your business or do the work that you do? So it's three things. One is meditation. Oh my gosh. Like if I had known about meditation a long time ago, I would have definitely would have incorporated that into my daily routine and habit life because it has helped me tremendously. It tells me when I need to disconnect, when I need to reset, reboot. And then also it's calm, it's calmed me down a lot for me to be able to face, you know, the, the ins and outs of my business and growing my business, expanding my business. 
So meditation would be one. The other thing which is important, reading. Reading lots of, you know, absorbing a lot of knowledge from different authors, from different perspectives. And I don't just read self-help books like a lot of people, I guess they would think, well, you know, you're a motivator, you read, or you're inspiration, that's all you read. No, I'm really eclectic and I'm all over the place. And I can, you know, I grab certain things from any genre, whether it's music or, or books, um, you know, or art. I mean, I, I, just, I just love the difference, but then I, I also love how a lot of that, those things unite, me, unite us also. So it would be meditation, reading, and then the third thing is just loving people. Like I truly, truly love people. I don't always like them, but I love them <laughs> to a default where I'm, you know, wanting to definitely be in service and just to help them, help them as much as possible. So yeah, those, those are the three tools that I use, the, the main principles when I am, you know, doing my business plans, my proposals, or you know, trying to reaffirm my why, trying to, you know, get through the struggles of maybe being in the red one day and then being, you know, back in the black uh, two weeks later or whatnot. Those are my three principles that I utilize. I got my uh, audio cut off. So motivation, or not motivation. So uh, what did you call it? Um, yep, meditation. Meditation. There we go. Reading, meditation, yes. reading, and loving others. That's right. One of that that last one just not brings to mind one of the things. Them, but loving them. <laughs> not always liking them, right? So like, my 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 default, you know, like someone cuts you off on the road. Ooh, one of, one of the things I try to do, like like one of the things I try to do in my head is think to myself, be like, oh, that person is probably taking their pregnant wife to the hospital, right? Okay. <laughs> like 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 that's probably what's going on you just give them like aggressive benefit of the doubt <laughs> that's right because you really don't know and i'll tell you this you know when i was younger i used to speed 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 because i thought you know i just had to get everywhere fast so now if someone cuts in front of me or you know they're like zooming past because i may be going you know a little uh slower than what the the speed limit allows or whatnot i don't even pay it any attention i used to and i used to be like ah oh, you know trying to go back and forth with them but now i'm like okay I, I remember those days you know not a problem when you get my age you know yeah. you're kind of kind of cruising in life also not yeah, a big back, deal. back or once once you realize that you know no matter how fast you go the next stoplight's going to stop you and you're going to be uh, sitting at the same stoplight with that person that's right looking um, straight ahead <laughs> yes sir that is correct the usual will be right back are you tired of trying to write webinars that don't consistently convert? How would you like to have a webinar that effortlessly created sales in your online business? You can. Introducing the Webinar Alchemy Workshop. Webinar Alchemy Workshop is an online masterclass that will help you write incredibly persuasive webinars for your online courses quickly and easily. Using what you learn in this class, you can build a webinar that educates your entire audience while still creating sales. For a limited time, you can purchase this masterclass for only $7, and you'll get the exact framework I've personally used to help my clients sell more than a million dollars worth of online coaching and training just over the last year. Simply text the word ALCHEMY, A-L-C-H-E-M-Y, to 444-999, and I'll send you all the details. The music is by Purple Planet Music. Visit www.purple-planet.com. And now, back to the show. So... Let's talk a little bit about your own personal heroes, right? Frodo had Gandalf, Luke had Obi-Wan Kenobi, Robert Kiyosaki had his rich dad. Who are some of your heroes? Were they real life mentors? Were they speakers or authors? Or maybe they were peers who were just a few years ahead of you. And how important were they to what you've accomplished so far in your business? 
so I will say that my main personal superhero is my auntie, my aunt Deborah Pollard. She has just um, been a huge, not only a supporter and encourager, but watching her because I'm big on, you know, you don't necessarily have to pay attention to what people say. You pay attention to what they do and how they act and how they present themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And when I say that she exudes every temperament of a superhero, when it's time to fight, we're going to fight, you know, and we're going to fight for, um, you know, fight for our place, fight for our power, fight for our position. When it's time to be compassionate, when it's time to be loving, when it's time to be giving, just, a, a, I don't know, um, her giving is, it, it's so great and it's so large. Like, I don't even think in my lifetime, if, if she died and came back three times, I would be able to, to give as much as she's given to everybody, not just to me. Um, but then the lessons that she's taught me over the years being compassionate, being forgiving, being forbearing, everything that that would, I guess, encompass being a true superhero. She has just been, she's been amazing. She's been amazing to watch. Even in times where I know that there's a little, I don't know, friction, I guess, between her and somebody else, but still being able to love them, to be able to do for them. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> but Watching her has been a pure, I mean, it's just been a, a pleasure and it's definitely someone who I want to model after. So on one end, my personal superhero is definitely my so, aunt. How, how has she impacted your business specifically? Just in dealing day-to-day -day, um, life with, whether it's my clients or, like I mentioned before, being able to handle rejection, being able to handle no's, being able to just stand and fight another day because it's not like what I do, you know, everybody's just throwing money at me and are requ they're requesting me to speak and they understand what I'm doing and they're giving me business and they're supporting me. But being able to just be strengthened, um, you know, mentally, being strengthened spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of those, all of those areas, just watching her and her day-to-day -day walk and how she conducts her life and conduct her, conducts her business. I mean, it's, it's like a direct, pour into or direct you know like i've got this um this outlet yeah. this uh this core yeah where i'm i'm plugged into her and i'm really really you know trying to model myself and my path after a lot of the things a lot of the lessons that she's taught me so she's one but i gotta say this because my main superhero is my eight-year-old i'm sorry he's nine now my nine-year-old grandson dion murray he is like a true superhero and he, and like literally he loves them all. Batman, Superman, uh, Tom and Jay. I mean, he, he, he loves all the, the cartoon characters. And then those, I, they have some other superheroes that are out and I have no idea who they are, but I just, when I keep him, I watch them. And I'm gonna tell you why he's my superhero. This is a kid who is short in statue for his age, but he plays sports with the heart, literally, of maybe an NFL player or NBA player. You cannot tell him that he's not great. You can't tell him that he, you know, is not, um, that he's not good at what he does. And then the main thing that I admire him for is anytime there's bullying situations, he has the mentality of it does not bother him. You could talk about his shoes, his clothes, his Nunu, which that's me, I'm his Nunu. You, you, you say anything to Dion. And he does not care. He does not let it affect him. He does not let it impact him. He just is an amazing, amazing kid. And th that's why he is definitely my superhero. 
That's awesome. I have a uh, I have a nine year old son as well, and he is a he's a crack up man. They're they're fun at that age, and uh, you know they're just so smart and so into ev- like if they're into something, they're like into it like all the way. There's all no the way. halfway into something. That's right. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, but so I love his I love his tenacity. You know, he's just amazing. He's he's an he's an amazing kid that has yeah. taught me as a forty eight year almost forty eight year old. He's taught me a lot. Yeah, my uh, mine's not into sports. He's into uh, falconry, and he's wanted to be a falconer since he was three years old. And like just the other day, he was telling me, he's like, "Dad, there's because he could be a falconer. He can start his training at 12." And he's okay. like, "His birthday's coming up, so he's like, I've got two years, two weeks, and four days until I can start my falconry training." I was like, "Oh, we've gotten to the point where we're counting days." Right. Right. Hey, yeah. well, he knows what he wants yeah. and, and he's anticipating it. And that's half the battle. That's half the battle. So yeah, hey. he's anticipating it. And, and I've been trying to uh, push him towards some entrepreneurship stuff. And I actually uh, just had another client of mine who is a falconer and knows someone who uses falconry as a business. They do, uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, oh, there's a word for it. I can't remember what it's called. But, you know, when, when birds come by and eat your fruit, you okay. use you can use falcons to to patrol the area and keep the stuff off of like the commercial fruit and the guy has like 300 birds and he's got staff and teaches things i was like i was like see look here you can combine your passion for falconry with a business that actually serves other people that's right um, so he's he's got uh he's got thinking wheels are going in his head so, good deal that's right keep him primed yeah. keep him primed <laughs> <laughs> So let's bring it home for our listeners a little bit and talk about your guiding principles. What are the top one or two principles or actions you use regularly today that contribute to your success and influence? Ones that maybe you wish you knew when you started out your hero's journey. Let's see. I think the first one would probably be, here's one, um, not being afraid to ask for help. So in certain situations, I always have to remind myself that even though I know a lot, I don't know everything. So being able to, you know, reach out to other subject matter experts to say, hey, you know, how I want to get better in this area. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, aligning the past. That's one of the principles that probably was the hardest for me also, because I, didn't, I never wanted to show like a sign of weakness. But I had to, again, retrain my brain that that because you don't know or because you want to get better at something and someone else is better doesn't mean that it's a sign of weakness. It just means I need to latch on to Richard because I need to know how to do X, Y, Z, and he does it really well. And I'm going to make sure that I, you know, connect and that I link up and I align with him so that I can be great at it too. I may be good at it, but I want to be great. And, you know, to go from great to excellent. And some of the, most of the time, I think that that's, uh, that's a principle that gets lost a lot. Just, you know, being afraid to say, I don't know. Yeah, to ask for help or that I don't know. That is, oh my gosh, you know, because again, like we don't want people to think, uh, to think that we're weak. And then I'll, I'll tell you uh, another one, being a true giver. Because I think that when I first started out, or I know that when I first started on this journey, I didn't really understand the whole principle of give and it will be given unto you. So helping other people, like for instance, today I'm sitting on your show, I have this amazing um, some uh, uh, apparel that is from a sports company. So one of the things that I do, whether I'm on the stage or I do, I'm doing podcasts or radio shows where I'm actually appearing, 
is I promote other people. So like they send me t-shirts, they send me apparel, different things that, you know, that will help other people to get visibility that will get noticed so that they can, you know, promoting their brand and their business. And I will say this, by me doing that, it has helped and opened up a lot of doors, um, you know, for me just by being a giver of sorts or by not being afraid to allow someone else's light to shine. So that's one of, those are two of the things that has truly helped me being able to ask for help or just knowing that I don't know and I need, you know, um, need to link arms with someone so that I can get that, get to that next elevation in my life. And then not being able to promote other people, even when it's not my time. I go to other speaking events, speaking engagements. I help other people, even behind the scenes. Like I'm, I'm talking about like full putting on tablecloths, dressing up chairs, you know, doing mic checks and whatever. And I'm not even the speaker. And that's okay because it's not, that's not my time. It's time for me to be in service to somebody else. So those are two principles that early on, yeah, yeah early on, if I had uh, adopted them, which again, I've never been a selfish person, but it, I will say that starting my business, I thought it was all about me, but it's not. <laughs> it's all about others and it's all about being in service to others. It's about impacting, inspiring, and improving the lives of others. And in turn, because I'm doing that, it's just, it's heaping itself. It's coming back to me full circle. So those are two things. Yeah, it's a, those are two really powerful principles that I hope people really pick up on. My, uh, one of my, um, I, I really like the, the first one, asking for help. And you realize that um, as you become a better entrepreneur, it becomes less asking for help and realizing where your limits are and right. where you're going to hire other people and start building a team to fill in your gaps. Absolutely. Um, right. And that's like, that's, that's the evolution of that. Right. And you start realizing you get up to like some of the big businesses, that's what they're masters of, right. They're masters of just putting the teams together and realizing that like, that's, that's, that's really where the game is headed. That's right? Right. So as you go from a solopreneur into, um, into running a larger, larger organization. And the second one, um, there, that one, it's so subtle. It's mm -hmm. so subtle. And I don't know, most people, I don't think see that. Um, and um, obviously the, uh, you know, first given others, that's actually a, a scriptural quote from, from Christ. That's and right. I always thought, I always thought of that as um, not like a, a, it's not an admonition from our creator to live this way. What he was doing in pretty much the entire Sermon on the Mount is to lay out, these are the way, this is the way the world works, yep. right? They're like, it's like the baseline rules. Like you have gravity. If you jump off of the mountain, you're going to fall down, right? Correct. Like that's gravity is, gravity is a thing. Right. And if you give unto others, it'll be given back to you, right? That's like right. that's, it's, it's like, it's just a foundational principle of like how the world works. Yep. Um, and you don't even have to be giving, right? You don't have to have like the right mindset even. But if you give right. other people, it comes back. It comes because back. Because that's just the way the world works. That's right. <laughs> that is uh, correct. So I found those two principles to be very, very lucrative, very helpful. And not just, you know, from a monetary standpoint or like I'm just giving just so, oh, I can be given too. No. I mean, you know, that's in my spirit. It's just the personality. It's my character. It's who I am anyway. But I found that as I'm growing my business, 
A lot of times it's not. It's really not about me, even though I'm the one telling my story in life of an ex and a wife. I'm the one, you know, sharing and I'm doing different things from my creative writing consultant side. Yeah, and I'm helping people. I'm, I'm, you know, they may be paying me for service or for skills that I have. But for the most part, it's just about truly, truly helping someone else get what they want in life from a personal side or a professional side. And either way, it's win. It's a win. And I, you know, and I just enjoy those so much. I really do. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you completely. So last thing we do on the show, do this every time. It's something I call the hero challenge. Hero challenge is really simple. It's do you have someone in your life or in your network that you think has a cool entrepreneurial story? Who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come share their story on the hero show? That would be my friend, Jennifer Howard of Howard Sweets and Treats, Catering and More. She has just really illuminated as far as, um, you know, her business and going through the struggles and the, the, the waves and all of that with her business. And she's persevered. She's persevered through it all. And so, you know, I think that she would be, or matter of fact, I know that she would be an amazing um, hero, superhero for your show. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll reach out afterwards and see if we can find a way to uh, connect with her and get her to come on the show and share her story. All right. But for now, I want to find out where people can find you if they're looking to either hire you as a speaker or read your book or maybe bring you on as a, a consultant. Where can they find you? And then more importantly, who are the right type of people to reach out? Okay, so um, demographics for me would be anyone who is desiring, for the first part, for a motivational, inspirational presenter, anyone who's desiring, empowering, empowering, inspirational, uplift, that would be, you can reach out to me through my website, www.inotherwordsbystone.com, or you can just Google Angela Marshall, Augusta, Georgia, and all of the links to request me, reserve me, information about me, you'll be able to, um, to see those also. I'm also on every social media outlet, so you can do a little research, behind the scenes research, see some videos, some footage, different things that, uh, that I've done over and, and through the years since I started out on this entrepreneur, as far as being a motivational and inspirational presenter. And then from the creative writing side, anyone who is desiring uh, resume, you need it created, you want it updated, you need a bio, you need electronic or media press kit, or you just want, you know, like some um, consult as far as like standard operating procedures, anything dealing with that, those would be, I, I deal with private um, a client from the private sector side, as well as just the city or, or government as a whole, because I have clients with that too. And I'm also a ghost writer. I am writing, um, helping a professor here locally in the Augusta, Georgia area to write his, his auto, to pen his autobiography. So those demographics would be anyone needing, uh, you know, documentation, consult, that's in other words, by stone.com, or you can just Google Angela Marshall, Augusta, Georgia, or just hit me up on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Twitter, IG, I'm on, I'm, I'm everywhere, Richard, I'm everywhere. <laughs> so... That's, that's all wonderful. Before I, before I repeat some of that for our audience, I have one question. Yes. If you're ghostwriting an autobiography, doesn't that make it a biography? <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. However, uh, however, since I'm not being mentioned <laughs> in anything, you know, I'm just going to sell to him because it, so it's twofold. 
you have some people that will give you the credit um, that will say, you know, that it was written by Angela Marshall. And if it was something that I, that I really wanted to have some uh, take credit for, you know, I could probably negotiate that. But because I'm going to be totally silent as if he wrote it, then that's why it it's is. Autobiography. Yeah, I was just, I was just teasing because it, it cracked me up a little bit. I was like, wait, an autobiography means he wrote it. But if she's right. ghostwriting it, doesn't that? Yeah. Right. Well, so, he's, um, he's paying me to write it and then go away silently. <laughs> nice. So it's into the words by stone.com is where they words. can find you. In other words. Oh, in other words. Okay. They're in other words by stone.com is where they can find you. I absolutely think if you're listening and you need motivational speakers, you should reach out to Angela. I think you'd be fun to get on more stages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'll stay ready. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciated having the conversation with you today. Um, and uh, again, if you're, uh, if you're looking to uh, hire someone, get some help with your words, definitely reach out to Angela. <laughs> thank you. Have a great day, Angela. Thank you so much, Richard. I appreciate you.